Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we already reached number four out of the top five podcasts from the last 12 months. So today we're going to dig into aging and what aging has for an effect when it comes to having a superb sleep. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To not blow up this podcast completely, I decided to narrow down the view to the adult side of things. And maybe if you want me to do so, I'll have one about the toddler, infant, teen teen side. Uh, Then drop me an email at sleeptrust.eu, podcast at sleeptrust.eu, sorry for that. And uh, I'll consider to do a future episode on that then too. But for now, we're going to focus on the adults. So first off, let's listen to what the National Sleep Foundation uh, sets out there for us. And this is, I'm going to read it for you. It is a common misconception that sleep needs decline with age. In fact, research demonstrates that our sleep needs remain constant throughout adulthood. And I found that to be really interesting uh, for two reasons. First of all, my own experience um, kind of suggested that the older you get, at least if you get into your 70s, people tend to need a little bit less sleep. But that does not seem to be true because the National Sleep Foundation does do their research uh, quite well, fairly well. And the second thing that I double-checked for us, kind of, is to have a look at what the National Sleep Foundation recommends us adults to uh, have on sleeping hours. So what they say for adults is that we should have seven to nine hours of sleep. But when it comes to older adults, they recommend seven to eight hours. So we've got a slight decline there on the top line. And they've got a second category that um, is a maybe appropriate uh, amount of sleep. And if you look at that, uh, or we look at that right now, it's for younger adults, they say six hours may be okay too, and up to 11 hours. For adults, it's also begins at six hours and goes up to 10 hours that seem to be appropriate depending on our constitution and our personal situation and genes and everything around that. But for older adults, they also lower the bottom line. So it begins at five hours, five to six hours of sleep may be appropriate, and it goes up to only nine hours. So there is a slight decline in these numbers that not 100% match with the statement we heard before, but it's it's I think, you know, generally speaking, we can say, okay, we get the concept. It is supposed to be somewhere in the range. We're not expecting major changes. So let's just state it, state it like that. No matter what age you are, if you feel that you're unsecure about how much sleep you need, if you're getting too much or not enough, uh, I have a podcast series. It's number eight out there that you can listen to, that you're uh, kind of getting where we're getting a little bit more into detail when it comes to these numbers. And you can also download a cheat sheet and a way to find out how much sleep you really need to find your sweet point of sleep. So check it out. You'll find it at sleeptrust.eu and you'll find the cheat sheet in the show notes there. So the question that I want to tackle in this 
podcast is where does this common misconception that the National Sleep Foundation talks about, where does it come from? And doing my research, I found two aspects to be mainly responsible for this. And let's start off with the first one. The first one is kind of a changing sleep architecture. So we talked about the circadian rhythm a couple of podcasts ago. And look at this, we all have our built-in inner clock when we get tired, when we go to sleep, how long we sleep, when we wake up. Uh, all of this is kind of built in. When we get older, um, then this pattern can change. So it can happen that we get tired earlier and that we want to wake up earlier. That doesn't have an impact on the sleep duration, but it simply has an impact on when we go to bed and when we wake up. And the second thing around this is when uh, we do not have to work at some point in, in life, you know, when we're getting elder, we may also start to have a nap after lunch, which is not really uncommon. So you have a nap, and if you sleep for an hour, one and a half, something around that, then you're getting one full sleep cycle that you uh, may not need at night anymore. So these are basically changes in the sleep architecture. You're breaking up sleep or you're just going to bed earlier, waking up later, that do not have an impact on the sleep duration, but could leave us with the feeling that we get less sleep. And there's another thing I want to add that is quite important and I almost forgot to do so. So uh, this is, when it comes to the sleep architecture, of course, this is the sleep stages that we walk through in every sleep cycle. So we're going from light sleep down to deep sleep and up to light sleep again. And eventually we're going to uh, end up in REM sleep, which is the dream sleep. Uh, and you will often find out there that people write that the amount of REM sleep that we get when we get older reduces. The same is also being written for deep sleep, but I didn't find clear evidence about this. The best study I found, and I'm going to link it to the show notes, is one that had um, that had a look at the REM sleep. And uh, with healthy people, with the age of 19, we get 21.7% of REM sleep. When we get 40, the uh, results of this study indicate that we get 21.3%, which is in that range. With 75 years of age, it drops to 18.8%. And you could think there's a trend building up here, but with 85 years of age, it goes up to 20.4% again. So I think it's fair to say there's no clear trend that indicates that the amount of REM sleep really reduces. And... Um, I didn't find any uh, that good evidence about the deep sleep. I'm going to have a look at that in future. I'm sure there are going to be studies out there that uh, have a good and intense look about that. But at the moment, I would say sleep stages tend to keep the same. And this brings me to the second big block that is probably mainly responsible for the misconception out there that we think or believe that we need less sleep the older we get. And this can be attributed to physical and psychiatric illnesses that simply increase, or at least the likelihood of getting something like that increases the older we get. And with that along comes a medication that 
has an impact or can have an impact on our sleep duration, our sleep quality and everything around that. And funny enough, the main reason for disrupted sleep when we're aging is not even related to these illnesses, but it's related to snoring. 90 million Americans relate snoring to their primary cause for disrupted sleep. And 37 million of them even say that this happens and occurs on a regular basis. So walking through all of that information, I think it's fair to say that we probably need a similar amount of sleep as we age, but that we more frequently do not get the amount of sleep because of the circumstances. And with that, I think it's time to wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. The National Sleep Foundation tells us that it is a common misconception that we need less sleep when we age. In fact, we can have the feeling that we get less sleep because our sleep architecture changes, or we can even have a sleep disorder through an increase in physical and psychiatric illnesses. In any case, our goal should be to get that amount of sleep that we need and that we deserve to live a fulfilled, energized and happy life. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast and that you tune in next week when we're going to reach the last out of our top five anniversary series and I'm going to share with you the top five tips to stop snoring. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.